When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Seems that Fame Poland has something else for me to do. Alright, what is it? It's called A Dilemma in Kernwell. Fame Poland has given you the task of travelling to the village of Kernwell to investigate a plea for help that arrived only this morning from the remote woodland settlement. Right, and I'm beginning that one. Dane Barn tells you just this morning he received two travellers from Kernwell, a forest, a forest village several miles north of Twithick. You learn that the two travellers arrived bearing a desperate plea from the village, appealing to the Fane to send help. The two men I spoke with were not from Kernwell. They were merely passing through and asked to deliver the urgent plea. They knew nothing about it and indeed said nor appeared out of sorts in the village. Nevertheless, Soup, I would be severely remiss to ignore such a request of Her Majesty's loyal of our Majesty's loyal subjects. Therefore, I'd ask you to pay a visit to Kermal and and see see what more there is to this affair, if, of course, you would be so inclined. The Thane appears to be awaiting your response. Agree to travel to Kernwell at once. Thane Pollard nobs grimly and meets you on his shoulder cross. He tells you it is a great relief to him to know that the matter is in extremely competent hands. I shall have a coach weighed ready to bear you to Kernwell. It is not a terribly long journey, though it is off the more travel paths. The Thane retrieves a bottle of wrought wine and fills two small silver vessels with a thick, pungent spirit. He hands you one of the vessels and downs the entire contents of his own in one fluid death gesture. Take care up in Kermel, he says, as you're finishing your drink. I didn't tell you that these are troublesome days. It seems the nights are deeper with each passing week, yet sleep comes no easier. But forgive my rambling. I can't say what, what it is that troubles me about this business hand, but I should not wish you to tell you about the village any longer than necessary. Uncover what you can about this yet unknown matter, and return in safety. You bid pay bid the Thane a farewell, and prepare to set off at once for Kernwell. The journey to Kernwell aboard the coach is swift and without incidents, but upon arrival in the secluded woodland village, you are greeted by the sound of desperate shouts carrying out, carrying out of the stables. Before the driver was even stopped the coach, you bound out of your seat and sprint across the village, thoroughbred towards the sound of the cries. As you reach Reach the two open doors of the table, she behold the source of the cries. Two men, their backs pressed against the far wall of the structure, are pitching a desperate battle against a weaving mass of yellow slime. A large pile of slime undulates and rises up until it towers over the, the two men, then surges forward, throwing them up against the wall with tremendous force. The men, armed with a shovel and a pitchfork respectfully, manage to obtain their footing and and thrust back at the strange creature with their makeshift weapons. Okay, looks... These... These, they, these people are out 
These people are way out of their league, I think. Let's send in a professional. That is me. Me. A professional professional monster fighter. Rush forward and attack the yellow slime. You rush forward and attack the yellow slime from the weir. Begin combat. Yellow slime rises up and surges at you. Your opponent's attack has encased your arm in slime, doing eight damage. Unfortunately, it, encased, it also encased my sword while doing it, so it still gets stabbed and sliced. Stabbed and slashed. It swizes up and it is slain. 4xp. The yellow slime is no more. You step over the small, quivering pools that comprise the creature's remains and help one of the men to sleep. They both thank you as they attempt to catch their breath. Almost got the better of, better of it, it is, says one of them. You know that this is the second time today, and perhaps the tenth time in the last three days, that one of the yellow slime creatures has appeared in the village. Rector Pebble would be glad to see you straight away, there's one of the men. We had word you were coming from Twivik. Looks like our good Thane does look past the walls of his city at times. The men direct you to the residence of Rector Pilgrim, and you soon find yourself face to face with the grey-haired Lee grey-haired leader of the village. Rector Pilgrim, the spiritual and political leader of Kernwell and several other nearby villages, seems relieved by your arrival. He confesses that he has heard a great deal about your various exploits, and he can scarcely believe that Thane Bowen has sent such an illustrious adventure to Kernwell. The rector tells you the strange slime creatures began being sighted in the nearby, nearby woods several several days ago, and, o- and over the last couple of days have started entering the village. I've not ever seen creatures of this kind, says the rector, his voice changes. These are certainly some otherworldly abomination sent here to plague us. Grimms, it seems, I believe we know with some degree of certainty where this foul spawn emerges. The rector tells you that two days ago, a villager discovered that one of the mis- ancient standing stones in the forest east of the village was missing, and its place was a dark hole, nearly five feet across, leading down into the earth. It appears the standing stone, though not, so long concealed the entrance to some sort of cave or underground lair, says Rector Pyramid. I should not wish to conjecture at who or what could affect the complete disappearance of a twelve-foot standing stone leaving no trace of it. But the fact remains that it is gone. Come to that, I'm certain that down that dark hole is where the answers to the dilemma that plagues us reside. Rector Pellage apologises for not having offered you something earlier and fetches a decanter of strong wine. He dispenses the unappealing spirit in two wooden cups and hands one to you. You politely slip Sip the unpalatable liquid as the Wector continues speaking. Yeah, yeah, the, the Thane has better wine, but that's to be expected. I mean, that's that's one of the big advantages of being Thane, is you get the best wine. When you'll need it, because of all the stress that comes with being a Thane. I need not say the name, put his on all... All minds of late, he says, but surely the darkness, those age, they say, has come to pass, has cast its shadow on us. 
I do not blindly observe the prophecies, and perhaps it will prove my folly, since I cannot ignore what I have seen with my own eyes. Wector Pudding finishes his drink and puts down the cup. These are strange times, and the village has already known the harsh hand of the last three winters. This last event is something we could well have done without. I must be forward with you, Zoop, and request that you work towards a resolution of this matter. Your reputation leaves no question in your mind that you are well suited for the task at hand. You may, of course, proceed as you believe fit, though I dare say you want to have a look at the dark opening in the forest I've mentioned. You having decided, learned the nature's desperate plea from Colonel, must now decide upon a course of action. I can return to Terrific and appraise Thane Bowen of the situation, or I can just deal with it right away. Now, thing is, I know that I'll get, uh, if I go to Fame Pond, he might give me some supplies or something. So I'm going to tell him, because he, he didn't tell me to, he told me to find out what's up. Maybe he has a special, maybe he has a specialist, specialist slime fighting department somewhere. Or maybe 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 he maybe he has some salt. I can just throw at them. Yeah, just, you know, just throw some bags of salt at all the slime, and they go, yeah, I'm melting, melting. Oh, what in the world? Yeah, like that, but more gurgly. <laughs> Return to Twithic. Oh, yep. You return to Strithic with all possible haste and inform Thane Poland of what you discovered in Kurul. The fame is most interested in your account, and as you return at once to the village and re resolve the problem by all necessary means. I, I dare say from the sounds of it, you may find these useful. He says, handing you two elixirs of Kepek. Yay, those. Yep, okay, coming back was definitely worth it. Because these elixirs, these elixirs can restore all your stamina points any time, except in combat. You could you could be almost fighting them. You could even use it when you can't use normal restoration, either because you're about to enter a battle, or you've had your NV drained or used up. Very very useful items. Thane Pond wishes you luck and tells you to be on your guard at all times. Things are rarely as plain as they are uh, at first set forth, he says. I have a feeling there is more to this matter than meets the eye. May the All-Father guide and protect you, friend. Return journey to Cunnery Swift, and upon arrival, you proceed at once to the dark opening in the forest east of the village. Less than a mile into the woods, you come upon the dark hole, leading down into the earth that Wector Pilgrim spoke of. To north and south, some distance off through the trees, you see several tall standing stones. A careful examination of the immediate area reveals that much of the surrounding vegetation is covered with a fine grey dust. You can only summarise the standing stone that once covered this dark hole was disintegrated by a powerful magic. A dark opening in the earth appears to be the entrance to a cave. Oh, that was a, that that stone was of was of great archaeological interest. Ah, 
You, you, look, you place the village in danger, and you destroy the historical monument. I, I dislike you. Dislike you a lot, stone wecker. Yep, alright, yeah, I'll go down. You stand at the edge of the dark opening in the forest floor, peering down into the shadowy mouth of the long hidden cave. The surrounding forest is eerily kind. You can't help but see or feel that unseen eyes are following your every move and not, not just mine. <laughs> as, as the player. Step down into, climb down into the dark cave. The light of day pours down into the cave from the sizable hole ahead. Overhead. Oh, down one. In the midst of an intersection, cave ashes, you encounter a man in a leather tunic, bending over charred corpse. Upon, a while, upon your arrival, the tall, thin man draws up to his full height and regards you with an icy stare. You are quick to note the back of each of his hands bears a red diamond tattoo. Without a word, he raises his right hand. Fire begins to crackle between between his fingertips. Okay, I can run away, or I can attack him before he can unleash his magical assault. Charge the man, hoping to reach him before he can unleash his magical attack. I pick a number. Got a bonus of 40. 20 from agility, 20 from luck. Let's see what happens. 115. You reach the man and, and lay a well-placed bowl on him, serving to drive him backwards into the wall again and to disrupt his fire summonation. Seemingly unfazed by your attack, the man waves his left hand and a swirling cloud of dust and sand suddenly envelops him. The spinning cloud of dust sends you into a choking fit and you are forced to retreat along the passage to the north. Alright, what's here? Okay, I'm back at the entrance again. What's here? Okay, there's a little little passage to the east. This this small alcove is illuminated by the ghostly light from a floating orb of white flame that hovers four feet from the floor against the far wall. He watches with great curiosity as now and again long arms of flame extend from the orb. Nearly touching the ceiling of the game. A low but steady pulsing sound accompanies the rotation of the firing spear. Uh, so I can I can leave. I can just attack it, or I could use my skill of Acania to figure out what's going on, and I do. You are certain the orb is part of a system supplying magical energy to some sort of nearby phenomenon. You know that such devices are often employed by powerful wizards who miss to channel extra reserves of never energy to maintain a spell's duration for an extended period of time. So it's either some trap or barrier, or, well, probably something bad. So I'm going to attack this flaming orb. You step boldly forward to attack the fiery white orb. As a uh, as if the strange object has sensed your intentions, the spear begins to rotate more rapidly, and long columns of flame jet out towards you. I thought the orb of white flame. Ooh, I just entered into a battle wage. So you're going to keep rolling 20s. 
Yes, I did four 20s in a row. Unnatural 20s, in fact. You have slain your foe. 21 XP. A blinding flash of white light fills the passage. The flaming orb fizzles loudly for a moment before going dark and dissipating into the air. Your progress along the cave passage comes to a halt when you suddenly find yourself confronted by one of the gruesome residents of this underground lair. It's a yellow slime! The slime silently rises up and then surges at you, but nevertheless it is slain for 4 XP. Okay, now, now I'm going, going west along the main passage. Oh, it's an oozing yellow slime, which is completely different from a regular yellow slimes. Those barely ooze at all, apparently. 4 XP for saying that. Alright, let's see, I'm going around another western passage. Ooh, two yellow slimes. Alright, I'm fighting them, and they are slain. 5 XP for that. Yeah, just a little loop round the southwest corner is is a little intersection with something there. Something wet drips onto your arm and you look up, horrified to find a large yellow slime dropping from the ceiling directly overhead. You have but a split, split second to act. I can attempt to dive clear of the yellow slime, or I could use my pan... Power fortification, can you use that? See? Oh, and it succeeded for 8 fortification XP. The dropping yellow slime slams into the barrier of blue sparks you've hastily erected and slides off slides off onto the floor of the cave. You quickly dispel your magical shield and square square off against the gruesome creature. It's a large yellow slime. Yeah, you thought those slimes we fought before were big, but this one's, it's large. Ooh, I just entered into a battle range and have slain the slime. Alright, I pick up one piece of armour, 8xp. You spend the next several moments wiping the elements of yellow slime from your clothing and equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Okay, let's see, there's, I'm going to try out the south-eastern corner of the cave. Ooh, it's a, another slime is falling on my head. Let's just try use fortification again. And there we are, 8 XP. The dropping yellow slime slams into the barrier of blue sparks you've hastily erected and slides off onto the floor of the cave. You quickly dispel your magical shield and square off against a gruesome creature and defiantly attack. A large yellow slime. Begin combat. The opponent's slime opponent's attack has encased my head in slime. Oh no! I need my head for talking and thinking and seeing and putting food in. Yeah, lots of things I do with my head. Uh, yeah, it's dropped some 8 XP, some rubbish loot, 5 gold. You spend the next several moments wiping the rediments of yellow slime from your clothing and equipment, for once again setting off through the cave. Now, I don't know how you get yellow, get slime stains out of your clothes. 
I presume there's... I presume someone knows how. Yeah. Ooh, it's a massive yellow slime! The slime gently and silently rises up and surges at you. But nevertheless, it is slain for 4 XP. You take a few moments to catch your breath and check out your equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Alright, what's at the end of... Oop, the two yellow slimes have just bumped into me. And they are slain for 5 XP, just healed everything up. What's here? A sudden jolt runs the length of your body, rattling your bones and sending you sprawling backwards into the cave floor. Appears you've walked to some sort of invisible energy field. Okay, I haven't drained all the power from it yet. Gotta find more of those orbs. Alright, I got a pick now. Got a bonus of 20 from my body stat. Gotta get 50 or more. Success! I still suffer a bit of damage, of 5. But it could have been a lot worse. Shaken by your experience, but still alive, you stagger away from the invisible barrier and head off to the south. Okay, I'm not going there again until I've been everywhere else in this cave. These two yellow slimes, they are slain for 4 XP. Alright, oh, there's something in a crossword. I think something's going to try to drop on my head, perhaps? Yes, another another slime is trying to drop on my head. With the power of fortification and wish to use it, I do and I do. A6 speed of fortification. Bink! Bink! The, the, the slime just bounces off my fortification. Making, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't can't really describe the sound the, sli the slime would make as it falls. As it falls onto a magical barrier, I, I don't have e I don't have any of those things handy to make the sound effects. So, scrunch something like that. Yeah, to spell your magical shield and square off against a gruesome creature, large yellow slime. Alright, eight XP. No, nothing worth picking up there. You spend the next several moments wiping the elements of yellow slime for your clothing and equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Alright, there's a little alcove to the east. It's one of those orbs. Yep, same, same orb as last time. Attack the flaming orb. As you step boldly forward to attack the fiery white orb, as if the strange orb... As if the... Strange object has sensed your intentions. The spear begins to rotate more rapidly. A long columns of flame jet out towards you. Begin combat. I fight this fight. The jets of flame shoot out of the fiery white orb. You're engulfed by the flames of your enemy's attack for seven damage. But nevertheless, it is slain for 21 XP. Flaming orb fizzles loudly for a moment before going dark and dissipating into the air. Okay, oh, it's a massive yellow slime this time. How much yellow slime is there? 
mean, there's so much yellow slime that just put a bit of food colouring in here. Get a bit of food colouring and you could set up a McDonald's. Two massive yellow slimes. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is probably what they make Sunny Delight out of or something. Two more massive yellow slimes. Ooh, it encased my leg. Ooh, that, that's gross. Ooh, scrunchy, scrunchy. And I just know some of it's going to slip into my shoe. And every time I take a step, it goes scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Scrouch, scrouch, every step of you. You take a few moments to catch your breath and check over your equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Alright, some sort of thing in the way. Oh, and another slime tries to drop on my head. I use fortification once more to stop it. And then I fight the large yellow slime. It is slain for 8 XP. Going to take these chain gauntlets to sell later. Also found one entire gold token. Yeah, it's probably lucky. You spend the next several moments wiping the relevance of the yellow slime from your clothing and equipment before once again setting off through the cave. Yes. Oh, and the end of this passage. It's it's another one of those orbs. Nearly touching the ceiling of the cave. Alright, I'm going to tap this flaming orb. And I do. You're engulfed by flames of your enemy's attack for 10 damage. Oh, it's more flames. Stop with the flames. Too many flames. Jets of flames shoot out from the fiery white orb. Oh, I'm engulfed by flames for 3 damage. But now it is slain. 21 damage, XP, I mean. And it, a blinding white flash fills the cave passage. The flaming orb fizzles loudly for a moment while going dark and dissipating into the air. Okay, I think that's... Ooh, three oozing yellow slimes. Oh, that's going to take so... It's going to be so hard. That's been, I'm going to I'm gonna have to have, like, 12 showers after this. To get all the slime bits out. And I better do it quickly before it dries hard. It's a yellow slime. Alright. Four XP from that. Just a bit of healing. Now. Now I, I'm pretty sure that barrier. Barrier that, that hurt me previously. Is now going to be depowered. Two yellow slimes. And so, whoever, whoever's behind all this, this slimy, this, this sinister, slimy stuff, stuff will probably be behind that barrier. I've got six gold just now. Alright, let's see. One more healing. Alright, let's see. You step into, into a small chamber, immediately greeted by roaring laughter. A dark, massive shape looms into view out of the shadows. 
and what emerges is your pool of light fills you with an overpowering sense of dread. Rising up out of the weaving mass of yellow slime is the thickly muscled upper torso of an impossibly large man. The mutilated head that rests upon the bee's broad shoulders is set with a single eye that spans nearly the entire width of his face. The grotesque being snarls, revealing a mouthful of razor-sharp teeth and a pair of flickering forked tongues. A visitor! How wonderful! Was the ghastly picture. On behalf of my masters, I welcome you, worm! The mountain of, the mountain of slime that serves as the creature's lower half wheezes furiously as a massive abomination. Yours, Tiefel, across the chamber. No mortal slime that, it, that you cower before Galkroth, auction demon lord, the fail of misery, and servant of his lordship, Eusriel. A league high would be the pile of remains of heroes from every age who have furiously tested their metal against my might. I am happy to find fresh instruments in my old slaughtering grounds. Cow. Calgroth raises his massive arms and, and three yellow slimes rise out of the undulating mass that makes up his lower torso. Feast on this, you slight spineless wretch! Bellows the demon as the three yellow slimes surge towards you. You defiantly hold your ground. The first of the of the three yellow slimes draws to within combat range, and you stoutly engage it. R really? What? Why do you think slimes would work? Well, if I got to you, I probably fought dozens of slimes. The yellow slime rises up and surges at you, but nevertheless, it is slain. The second of the three slimes surges at you, mindlessly attempting to devour you as willed by its master. It rises up and surges at me. The third yellow slime rises up and attacks it, it draws to within melee range. The unnerving laughter of the auction demon lord echoes off the walls of the chamber to yellow slime. The slime rises up and so it's just encased my arm. But then I just chopped it to pieces anyway. Fire XP. A true hero indeed! Was Galgaroth as he draws a large scimitar from his scabbard hung across his wife. My hall is filled with the bones of heroes and my throne rises out of the sea of their heads. Yours will be a welcome addition. Flame of the Demon Lord Skimitar crackles with black tines of energy. Kalgoroth waves his massive hand and a sudden overpowering sense of nausea rises within you. Pick a number, bonus of 40. 20 from body, 20 from spirit. Got to get 75 or more to pass. Success! You manage to suppress the strong, nauseating sensation and boldly take two steps towards the demon. 
Kalkaroth again waves his massive hand, and two sizable rocks on the floor of the cave float in the air. Another wave. The, the two stones are sent hurtling across the chamber towards you. So, I can use telekinesis, fortification, or destruction. I'm going to fight telekinesis with telekinesis. I'll try that. Channel it. Succeeded. 16 XP to, to general. Utilizing your power of telekinesis, you project a mental force against the hurled stones, averting their course and causing them to smash harmlessly into the wall of the cave. You, you step boldly towards the demon. Kalgoroth cuts a wide arc with his scimitar as he slides across the chamber to meet your advance. The blade of his fearsome weapon is alive with weaving times of dark energy. Only torment and death await those who defy the wills of Israel. I shall grant ye both insolent merit. He roars. He boldly face Kalgoroth. Really, really ugly demon. The hideous demon howls with rage as it brings its massive scimitar down upon you. You will feel weak as your opponent drains energy from your body. Lost 15. Ooh, it drains more energy for 11 damage. Hideous Danny. Yes, it keeps fighting. But I keep. It drains more energy from my body for 8 damage. It is slain. 70 experience points. With a final. With a final ghastly howl, the Oxenium Demon Lord slumps into a weaving pile of yellow slime at his base and becomes still. Uskarth, Demon Lord of the Vale of Misery and Servant of Usriel, is no more! All around the small chamber, the yellow slimes that once heeded the commands of their dark master are so dissolving into pools of fetid brown water. He watches Fallon unfold for several minutes, minutes while enjoying a much-needed rest. Winning for a sufficient strength, you move over, examine the now barely recognisable corpse of the fallen demon lord. The upper body of Kalgrass begins to dissolve in a manner similar to that of the yellow strong stew about timber, whether you spot two items of interest. Rapidly disappearing corpse, his large scimitar, and a dragon tooth, tooth amulet. What? Okay, the wither. Oh, oh, what's this? Oh, 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 oh. Did, okay, it's back. The wither blade. It's a weapon of. It's a slashing weapon. Thirteen encumbrance. That's quite a lot. It has the power of energy drain. Requires two hands, which means I'm not going to be using it. Now, requires 18, 17 might, 10 spirit, 10 body. It's 10 melee waiting. This massive scimitar was once wielded by the demon Kargawath, who met his end by your hand. It is a powerful, unpredictable weapon, four jades ago in the shadowy depths of the Neverness. This weapon is of magical quality. I'm going to take it. It's, it's unique. Dragon bone. Dragon tooth medallion. 
1 Neville Reserve, minus 1 Agility, plus 2 Aura, plus 2 Might, plus 2 Spirit. This ornate medallion once belonged to the demon Kalgoth, and who met his hand end by your hand. The massive dragon's tooth that adorns this silver medallion is too large to have, to have come from any Scythian dragon. Oh, I'll take that too. I'll just, that probably just, both of those will just go into my residence to be conversation pieces. Alright, a full search of the rest of the chamber reveals an odd collection of items. Alright, I'm going to take some of them. Just some. I took just three of them are actually worth taking. Alright, I found 45 gold and 104 gold. When at last you are ready to proceed, you take one final look around at the chamber and make your way along the cave passage to the south. Alright, going to make my way out of this, this place now. Alright, going, getting there, getting close. Just short of the exit, just one off the exit now. North to the exit, climb out of the cave. You stand at the edge of the dark opening of the forest floor, peering down to shadowy mouth of the long hidden cave. Okay, time to return to the village. You set off at once for the village, but have gone less than a dozen yards when the sa sound of a voice from behind causes you to stop and turn around. Standing in a dark opening in the earth from which you've emerged is the man in a leather tunic you encountered upon first entering the cave. You again take note of the red diamonds tattooed to the back of his hands. Without a word, the man raises his white hand. Fire begins to crackle between his fingertips. Eerily, it seems as if you've played out this precise scenario before. I'm going to attack him! Before he can unleash his magical assault once again. As you charge towards your would-be assailant, he suddenly lowers his hand. Becomes engulfed in a swirling cloud of dust and sand. No matter what moments, the cloud has settled. Leaving no trace of the man in its wake. You hastily make your way to Kernwell. Rector Pelbrun is overjoyed when you return. Bearing news of your victory over the demon. He listens with wide-eyed disbelief. Describe him the brutal battle with Kargroth in the depths of the cave. Your reputation is indeed justified. Were I king, I would offer you all the gold and jewels you can carry. But alas, ours is a simple existence, and such things we do not have to give. Perhaps I might find you a bit of gold for, for you to have, but I hardly wish to insult you, so actually, actually, I like it. No, 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 you, you keep the gold. You, you, need, you need that to... Rebuild your village and get make a new standing stone. You politely refuse the rector's offer, saying that you're only too glad to be able to help. He seems relieved when you initiate a shoulder cross with him. Thanks you again, and after a warm meal and a drink to fortify you for the road, prepare to set out on a short journey back to Swifty. Rector Bowman tells you to extend his kindest regards to the department. And watch as you depart for Twithic aboard the same coach that bore you here. 
return to Drithic is swift, and upon arrival you rush it in to see the Thay, who welcomes the news of victory with a broad smile, and fills you and bids you to fill him in on the details of what you uncovered in turn. Such dark tidings I would not have dared guess, he says as he finishes account. We are no doubt merely at the onset of what will be regarded as a dark chapter in history. I fear that the nightmarish stream that is that now content circle shall soon war. Our toil's attempts stem its flow have only just begun. When you make mention of the spellcasting encounter, the man in the tunic with the red diamonds tattooed back with his hands, he is quite concerned. Time! Time and again, betrayal wears his head, he says, Oris, if he's thinking that. We must not only guard the gate, but mind the rats that even now lurk amongst us, it seems, through enemies inside our own walls. This is all deeply troubling. Aimpon tells you, these received reports from many places far and wide, strange happenings, odd sightings, things both unexplainable and terrifying. I confess that I shall call upon you again in the coming days, Zoop. There is much to do, and while we can do little to prevent the dawning of the age, we would be ill-advised to ignore our every instinct, and do, and not not to not to do at least that which is within our means, so we may stand against the rising of the tide. At length, you bid the thane farewell, and set out for Twinned Keep, with this ominous words echoing in your mind. Got 1,024 experience to finishing that. I'm back at the gates of Twithic. I'm going to save. And soon enough there will be more quests for... I think you'll have more things than me to do. But those will be for next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.